Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. In this week's episode, we speak with E6PR. E6PR stands for Ecological Six-Pack Ring. If you can remember back a few years ago, there was a viral video that went out with a sea turtle eating a six-pack ring. Now, if you're not familiar with the six-pack ring that we're talking about, it's the packaging that goes around your favorite canned beverage or bottled or bottled beverage, what have you. And what happens is these rings can get taut around a seagull, marine life, and can strangle them, entangle them, and cause them to eventually die. So this company, E6PR, and Ricardo, who is uh, part of their team, decided, hey, let's find a solution to this. Let's find a way to make this six-pack ring biodegradable, compostable, and earth-friendly. So before I give too much away, always remember to like, share, and subscribe, and enjoy the show. All right. No, thank you very much, Zach, for having me on the show. Uh, it is an amazing opportunity to always talk about the E6PR project. E6PR just... Uh, People get a, a lot of uh, confused on the name. They sometimes call it R3PO. Oh, okay. Yep. Star Wars. Yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars like. Yeah, but to get uh, to get you along or, or it's an acronym from the Echo Six Pack Ring. No, it's Six PR. Oh, okay. Ecologic Ecological Six Pack Ring. So the idea, as as you mentioned, well, my background. No, first, uh, well, uh, I came along into the project. Uh, because when the idea started out uh, as a concept and then became more of a product, uh, the team started to grow and I had just quit my job as an investment banker. Okay. Uh, so I, I was actually enjoying my free time when my father uh, came to me and he told me about the project and that some of his friends were, were doing them uh, or were into it. So... I looked at the project and I was like, yes, this is definitely something I want to, to, to do. It catched my attention. And uh, well, two years later or three years, about three years later, I'm still here and learning a lot from this new um, startup because my background is, as I mentioned, like, as a chemical engineer. And um, in, the, in this company, I've been doing uh, sales, logistics, um, Sometimes I do legal stuff, finances. You wear many hats. So it's crazy because, yes, exactly. I just I just switched hats around, you know. Yeah, right. And like, mm -hmm, so, and it's a lot of fun. So now, you from going from an invest, investment banker with a background in chemical engineering into this project, I mean, obviously this project has such a has such a unique impact to to the world because basically what it does is it takes a a problem that was just assumed that it was unsolvable and then it solves that mm -hmm. problem. So as a person, you must have some sort of uh, connection with the environment. I'm assuming you have, you must obviously adore the ocean in some way, shape or form. Is that, is that true? Yes. I, I've always enjoyed the outdoors. Uh, I live about 20 minutes from Mexico city and, uh, I mean, Mexico City can be very congested uh, traffic-wise. Mm -hmm. So many of my friends, when they first meet me, and they're like, wow, you live so far away because I could do about 20, 40 minutes or one hour back to my house oh, wow. from school yeah. or work or whatever. 
But once I invite them over to well, my parents' house, I still I still live with them. I'm about to get married and spread my wings. Oh, congrats! But that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so when I invite them along and they see the place where I live in, they are just like, uh, wow! I I now understand why you live here. We have a very my parents have a very beautiful garden, uh, a lot of trees, a lot of plants. So I grew up uh, pretty much seeing green. And I, I, I love animals. I adore the outdoors, hiking, all of that, uh, horseback riding. No? Yeah. So obviously trash or, or, or seeing a polluted environment uh, does cause me trouble. Uh, and hopefully... We can do something about it. Right. Today, I believe there's a lot of information no, out there that maybe 10 years ago was not there available, like the documents or documentaries on the on the plastic islands floating around. Yeah, now absolutely. There, there are three of them. Mm-hmm. Who would have known? No. And and now we, via uh, social media, there's a lot more awareness of what's happening or what happens to the trash that you just throw away, thinking it will somehow disappear, but it did not. It just accumulated somewhere. Yeah, it's crazy to think that everything anyone has ever thrown away never goes away, Mm -hmm. you know? And although the world is very big, at the same time, it is extremely small. So with, you know, the seven and a half billion people that we have on the planet, everyone throwing that one thing away and with it not being able to uh, biodegrade, it's eventually mm-hmm. going to catch up to us, and we're seeing that, right? You mentioned the, uh, mm-hmm. the Pacific Island, uh, the Pacific Garbage Patch, you know, and the massive yeah, gyres exactly. that are creating these um, plastic islands almost. So if you don't know exactly. what those are, you should definitely check them out for all those people that are listening. But um, Definitely. Yeah, so you go from, uh, you know, you love the environment. You're an investment banker. You're like, ah, investment <laughs> banking is for the birds. And... How do you get introduced? Your father introduces you to um, E6 PR. Yeah. Now, yeah. from there on, what what was the uh, what was your motivation to really jump in with both feet and start working there? Yeah. So 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 my father was very worried now of what would become from my life because I was truly enjoying my free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was like, hey, why, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Hey, here's a, proje- a project for you. And I was like, I, I don't care. I want to enjoy the, the free time that I have now. I actually met my girlfriend while on that free time. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, uh, she's my fiance. So that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so when he came up with the E6PR uh, project and he, told, and he showed me the video from the Cannes Festival, I was just uh, like blown away, you know, like, wow, this, this is actually something useful for for the world, you know, for, for everybody. This is biodegradable, it's compostable, and, and, and it's good, it's good for the planet. And it, it just catched me instantly. And I decided to give the best I could, even with my background of chemical engineering, I do sometimes go to ask a production, like, hey, what, what's this? Oh, and, and what's that? And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I understand the process that the, how the rings are made because of my of my of my background, no? Right. But it's it's amazing and and doing sales. I love sales and I love logistics because it's just how the mo- the world spins logistically, sending something from Mexico to Australia or to New Zealand or something tougher like Solomon Islands, which I I actually didn't know 
that existed and it's right next to New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So I've been, I don't know, uh, like getting to know the world a little better, no? getting in contact with people with very different backgrounds from me, getting to talk to them, getting to, to sort of know them and what their needs are. And we are all somehow connected, as you mentioned earlier, that it's a big world, but it's still a small world where, where something that you do impacts everybody. Absolutely, no? absolutely. So, so now that we have mm -hmm. a good idea of who you are, Ricardo, let's Tell us a little bit more about for those of the for those of uh, the, the listeners that don't know what e uh, e six pr is. Can you kind of fill us in as to how that started and then um, what it's doing and where it's going? Of course. So it all started out in 2016 when We Believers, a creative agency, decided to be disruptive on the packaging world. Uh, a, a way to call it. And they decided to tackle the harmful or envi environmentally harmful uh, plastic rings. No? So they reached out to companies, people, whoever could help them build a first prototype of, 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 these, of these rings. And they came along with Francisco from Entelechia, who told them, yeah, this can be made. Allow me to give it a try. And in his kitchen oven, he made the first six pack or ecolo ecologically six-pack ring uh, on a waffle maker or, or his oven. I, I don't remember. That's but too funny. Kitchen made. Yes, yeah. it was amazing. You know, it's funny because and, everyone talk, there's so many items that are made in mm -hmm. um, in someone's kitchen. and yeah, uh, yeah. Or garage. Yeah, or garage, like you said earlier. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that you mentioned waffle maker because I totally believe that <laughs> because – You'd be surprised at how many products have been invented using a waffle maker. I don't know if you. Yeah, um, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know what a bar, you know, uh, like what an Alico barbell is, or just no, a bar, or just a barbell in general. You know, from at the gym. So the uh -huh. the knurling, which is the grippy part on the barbell, was actually invented mm -hmm. by Alico, and they were they started out by inventing, uh, I'm sorry, creating uh, waffle irons. And they use well, the print yeah. of a waffle iron, which is now the print on, which is now the standardized print for a barbell. So it's, I just was making there that connection, go. but I figured I'd share. <laughs> so keep going, keep going. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty neat, data uh, curioso, curious, curious data. How do you call that? Um, no, it's just a funny curious. connection, right? You know? Funny, fun, fun fact. Yeah, yeah a fun, fun fact. fact. There it's you a go. Pretty neat fun yeah, yeah, fact. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the, the first prototype was made either on a waffle maker or on the or his kitchen oven. No? So they also reached out to several uh, brewing companies to see who could allow them to use their beer brand or their brand in general and their, and their cans no? to, to see if, if it could work or not. Uh, and that's when Saltwater Brewery from Florida uh, jumped in and said, yes, Let's do it. No, they believed in, in the project. So a video was made and it was submitted to the International Cannes Festival in 2016. And the idea was awarded the Golden Lion for creative, creative innovation. And uh, it was awarded another three or four lions, a gold, a gold lion in PR, a silver lion in another category and a bronze lion or two silver lions i don't remember but it was one of the ideas 
that received the most awards that year. So obviously, we believers and Francisco from Intelequia were very, very happy, Saltwater as well. And the video leaked out and it became one of the most viral videos on the beer industry mm. uh, world of videos. Yeah, I can. I, also, I know exactly what video you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they received a lot of attention from media, uh, from actual brewers, from other companies asking where could they get these ecological, ecological rings. So from all this attention, they said, okay, let's try to do this on a mass, on a massive scale or see how we can actually come from the concept or the idea into an actual product. No? So they reached out to a new business partner, uh, which they, they already made crown uh, crowns for the beer, okay. for the bottles. Yep. So they, in Mexico, so they knew sort of like they had connections with breweries and they knew uh, manufacturing and all of that. They had this experience and that's how I jumped in or that's how I came along into the project because of this uh, in investment group from, from, this, from the beverage world. And, uh, and it was from 2016 until January 2018, all, only product development, research, all of that. And we came with uh, processes as well to mass produce them. And in January 2018 was our first launch with Saltwater, who, who asked us or, or who, whom we were in a lot of contact and they tried a lot of our prototypes. And we made the final or the first initial launch with them. And since then, until today, we have over 90 uh, breweries, cideries, kombucha manufacturers, water, uh, maple water, a lot of any, any canned beverage, uh, wine. We also have a wine, a wine, uh, a wine E6 Pioneer. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, this has received a lot of attention, and we are in in, uh, in Australia, in New Zealand, Solomon Islands, Cayman Islands, uh, South Africa, in Germany, Poland, uh, the, in the UK, in, uh, London. We are also in Iceland. We are in Argentina. We are in Canada. We are now present also in the US and in Mexico. Yeah, you guys are. Uh, I, I've been looking at a map on your website, and you, there's a you can. <laughs> You pretty much span the entire globe. Yes, we now actually cover uh, five out of the six continents. No? Yeah. So that's 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 a lot. That's been a, it's been a lot of fun because uh, we 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 did not imagine that this was gonna get so much uh, traction. Yeah. So it's it's been unbelievable. Yeah, congrats! It's it's really cool to watch. You know, from going from having an idea to having the actual product and it being successful and getting picked up by, yes. um, you know, big name brands like Corona. Can you, yes. can you tell us a little yes. about your relationship with them? Cause obviously, um, you know, all these other breweries are, are fantastic, but you know, Corona has been a household name for, you know, who knows how long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they, they, they are. Uh, obviously the, obviously the craft brewers or, or, or craft beverage makers have been great. They, they make decisions a lot faster because you usually speak with the owner or with the brother of the owner or, some, or someone who can make a decision faster. No? Mm. Obviously, working with uh, Grupo Modelo 
uh, who who make corona well it's it's more uh, on a step step by step process where 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 you reached out from marketing and then for, you have to go through sales and then you have to go through a lot of areas to to from for them to say yes no right so we worked with them for a long time they made uh, all all sorts of, of tests on the product uh, and they decided that they wanted to to continue with with e6pr and they uh, all coronas sold in tulum mexico which is sort of a, a test trial or a test phase mm-hmm. are sold with e6pr no so way it, it's been amazing yeah that is amazing also also, we were reached out by Diageo, Diageo US, okay. uh, with with the brand Guinness, mm-hmm. Guinness beer, and they are also making uh, trials and tests uh, in their Open Gate Brewery in Maryland. Oh no way! That's awesome. Yeah, that's wicked yeah, cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, the a lot of the questions come from because obviously the, the the big video that people see is. You know, animals, uh, marine life, actually eating mm-hmm. the the E six PR, which mm-hmm. is you know, at first you you see pictures of animals who are tangled up in it, you know, choking, suffocating to death, and just like these horrible images. So to have yeah, the, with the plastic rings, with the plastic <laughs> rings, to have mm-hmm. the complete do a, a complete one eighty on that, and all of a sudden the marine life are enjoying the product, um, <laughs> which which is pretty mind blowing. Can you tell us what yeah. the process is in terms of, you know, how do you um, take the because it's all made out of spent hops, correct? Well, or spent yeah, so beer. the rings, the rings are made out of uh, byproduct from the food and beverage industry. Okay. Uh, it, it is, it is the fibrous fibrous part of the plant what we use uh, for for the mm-hmm. HSBRs. So we do not compete again. We don't. We do not compete with the food and beverage industry as 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 a segment, because they remove the grains. For example, from the wheat, they remove the grains and make bread, flour, beer, or or whatever uh, the food and industry uh, makes out of of the grains, mm-hmm. and they leave usually the fibrous part uh, as a as a as a leftover. No, they, it is sometimes used as cattle feed. It is sometimes burned out on the field just to clear it out mm-hmm. or just left in the fields to rot uh, or, or, or whatever. So we take that and we process it and the A6PRs or the echo rings come out from that fibrous part of the plant. So it is byproduct from the food and beverage industry, which gives it sort of a neat circular economy because that wheat could have been used to brew the beer that you're drinking and you are carrying the, those cans or, or that beer with what was left as a byproduct on the field and is now being used. Yeah, it's a super interesting connection and relationship that the beer, who would have known that the beer would have a relationship with the actual ring that it's being held held together exactly. by? Um, exactly, yeah. And it just goes to say because, you know, so many ecosystems are all uh, – you know, it's all usually it's just a big cycle, right? The the water mm-hmm. cycle, the 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 rock cycle, so on and so forth. You can name all these cycles, but um, <clears throat> to have the the grains that have been used to make the beer to then be compressed down and made into the E six PR, it just adds to the it adds to the the value of what you guys are producing because. 
Mm -hmm. It's just a value add, and it keeps on. It's almost like there's no, there's nothing really going wrong here. It's all good, you know. It's a win. Exactly. So exactly, and 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 furthermore, since the rings are compostable, the the the, the right way to dispose the rings after drinking your your favorite uh, beverage, no, which was packed mm -hmm. with our with our rings. Once you drink your beer or your wine or your water or your kombucha or cider or whatever, no, which was in a can packed with our rings, what, 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 what should you do with the ring? You should place it as green waste or in the organic bin where it should reach a compost facility and compost. Mm -hmm. So this same compost is organic material that can be spread over the fields to regrow whatever uh, wheat or barley or any other plant for uh, to make be, uh, beer, bread or whatever. And for us to reuse the fibrous part of the plant and make more rings. Right. So basically you're, you're, you're making rings with more rings. It's rings for ring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's not, exactly. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a very good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. So mm -hmm. that's super interesting. So what in terms of, because obviously now you have e, e, E6PR and you got the process down. You're, it's in trials with big name companies like Guinness and Corona. And you have uh, mm -hmm. great brands like Saltwater Brewery who are now sticking up for you guys and really spreading the good word. What in terms of branding are you guys reaching out and doing um, <clears throat> to help perpetuate uh, just spreading the good word of E6PR? Uh, well, lucky, lucky for us, or uh, we have so, some sort of advantage where people whom we speak to uh, get a lot, uh, get very excited along with us. You know, when, when, whenever I go to a reunion with friends or whatever, and we're catching up and they ask me, oh, what do you work on? When I start telling them what I work on, they, they sometimes tell me, oh, I've seen that video. And we just keep chatting about that for hours. Mm. And I love it because it's, it, they get excited and they get me excited. And sometimes we're like, okay, we, we, enough work. Uh, let's talk about something else. We are uh, in a party or whatever. Right. Uh, we have to, to meet up with other people. But it's, it just gets people very excited. So it's a very mouth-to-ear mouth sort of... Um, yeah, it's process. Right. Yep. Because we get a lot of brewers who say, "Hey, I've seen your rings at this brewery. We would love to use them as well." And we're like, "Okay." Or we've seen the video and we would like to see how to purchase the rings. Right. Right. So now, mm -hmm. what what's the difference because obviously now now I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate because, you know, mm -hmm. part mm -hmm. of in uh, trust me, I am all I am all in favor of E6PR, <laughs> uh, hands down, oh, of course. because, you yeah. know, as a, as a boat captain, it, it's great to see how um, we're creating products that are becoming less and less harmful to our marine environment, especially. And not only is it not harming it, but it's also helping it. Because in my, in my mm -hmm. eyes, in order for us to really make change, we have to, and I'm gonna, I, always say, I always say this during the show, is we have to vote with our, with our wallet. Right. It's super, super mm -hmm. important, important because although voting for that politician or that representative or some sort, form of government official is great and all, 
in order for us to really make change, we have to rely on uh, private and public organizations such as yourself in order to really perpetuate that change. And by supporting companies that are supporting you, it, it, it furthers, you know, it pushes us down a, a better path. So, but at the same token, you have these companies who aren't, who aren't really uh, buying into companies like E6PR, probably based on, I don't know, production or supply or other, other factors that prevent them from using such an incredible product. So why, why aren't all people using this right now? Like why aren't all breweries using E6PR? Well, obviously that would be the best for E6PR, no? for everybody to use it. And uh, this for becoming available to everybody, that's our goal. No? So right now we do have, um, let's say, uh, economically wise, our product or the Echo Rings being an innovation, being new technology and uh, development, all of that, we are on a higher price point than uh, current commodities such as plastic or cardboard. Mm -hmm. no? So companies, obviously, everybody wants to make a profit. No? Uh, Absolutely. So switching from one, switching from plastic to our echo rings can be tough on that part because, as mentioned, we are on a higher price point. Than, than plastic or carbon. Mm -hmm. So a lot of breweries or a lot of, not, not breweries, a lot of beverage manufacturers are still not able to make this change because of that, mm -hmm. because of, of margins and, and all of that. It is within our scope or within our business plan to always lower or to our prices, always looking for cost efficiencies, always looking for economies of scale, mm -hmm. To always be looking how we can lower our prices so that this can become a lot more, um, how do you call it, a lot more economical, economically affordable yeah, right. you know, for everybody. But unfortunately, we, we cannot just also give it away. No? We would love to just give it away and, 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 and have everybody use them. But we are also a company who have to pay. Uh, you got to pay Ricardo. We, <laughs> you have to pay me. You got, no? Ricardo has to eat, right? <laughs> yeah, I have to eat, and yeah. I'm getting married, so I have to 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 now pay for two. Right. No. Uh, so we have wages, we have salaries, we have uh, to buy machinery, we have to, of course. to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you, obviously, mm -hmm. you have expenses to pay for a business. Totally. I mean. Exactly. And exactly. I think what. Uh, what companies are going to find the the companies that actually end up supporting uh, environmentally friendly uh, comp organizations and companies like E6PR is the ones who continue to buy the the plastic rings versus the ones who invest in mm -hmm. products like yours is that eventually there's going to be enough companies supporting your product like Corona mm -hmm. like Guinness that people are going to actually wise up and they're going to start voting with their wallet and they're not just going to go mm -hmm. grab that item because it's cheap and easy, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think we're starting to see that because uh, from it's generational, in my opinion. I think more generations, the younger generations nowadays, 
are starting to invest in products that are lasting longer, they're higher quality, and they have a message behind them and they have a story. And that's kind of the why we're, we're, we're having this conversation because I think yeah. more people need to know about products like yours so they can go, hey, Corona <laughs> is supporting E6PR. Guinness and Saltwater Brewery and all the other breweries that are listed on your website are supporting you guys. So yeah. that's just gonna motivate more breweries to, to get on the bandwagon and mm -hmm. My gut says that eventually companies that are still dealing with the plastic rings and still having that stigma attached to them, that eventually that plastic ring on a, on a I don't know, a Budweiser can, it could end up in the ocean and kill a sea mm -hmm. turtle. You know, it's similar. I don't know if you saw the video of the sea turtle with the straw getting pulled out of his nose. Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible beauty. It's terrible, right? It's terrible. But it's mm -hmm. the, to mm -hmm. the same token, like you guys are a company that's helping stop that. You know, not yeah. straws, but obviously the other, you know, the, the six-pack rings. Um, mm -hmm. and, but all of a sudden, you saw this massive jump in companies having uh, stainless steel straws. Yeah. So Yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing for the foreseeable future. Is that, yeah. that kind of in the same realm as what you guys are? Yeah, no. Uh, we, we, like, like I mentioned, uh, younger generations with all these, uh, with all their skills, on social media and uh, the, the information flowing on the internet and, and everywhere. No? Nowadays you log into your into your Facebook or, or Instagram feed and you just see a lot of, like you mentioned, one video of a turtle having uh, the straw pulled, pulled out of, of, of the nose. You see the plastic islands floating around. You see, you have a Netflix documentary on, on those islands. So. There's just a lot of information where young people or younger generations uh, are, are getting the idea that this is no longer sustainable, no? And we are actually finishing our planet. And I would love to, 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 to keep it or, or to think that there's a planet B, but why don't we take care of planet A first before looking for a planet B? No, I, I, uh, I agree with that 100%. What's the what's the point in spending all this money trying to go look for another one when yeah. we're, we're already here, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're here, we're here and now, no, because you can think about, uh, yeah, let's think about uh, next generations. Okay, right. Let's perfect. Let's, fi let's, let's figure let's out leave where them we up. are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I love space. I love all, everything that's been discovered from space or, 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 or the uh, how to cut the black holes, all this black matter, you know, it's, it's amazing because that also tells us who we are uh, in a certain manner. But let's keep planet A first and then look for planet B because if we don't know or we don't understand how to keep hold or how to make better planet A, we will just go and waste planet B and planet C and planet D and, and, and we, will, we, 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 we are not good. Uh, on that no you, you see a lot of movies from alien invasions no and they, yeah. they're here for for our resources well maybe we become the invasive species looking for the resources and just annihilating poor planet b creatures because we we didn't took care of our water sources or or our or our trees no or, or whatever right 
Right. And especially <laughs> our oceans, because... And especially our oceans. You know, the oceans are some of the most productive places on the planet and have the most biodiverse, or some of the most biodiverse ecosystems uh, on the face mm -hmm. of the earth. So the yeah. the fact that we're, we're creating these products and, and we're not being sustainable in our mindset, um, it shows. And it shows with the garbage patches and with turtles getting, you know, straws shoved mm -hmm. up their nose and a whole bunch of other yeah. things that just, it's kind of unnecessary because there's, there's mm -hmm. answers to the problem, and I think we just need to start to find that solution. And mm -hmm. you guys obviously did, because that's been <laughs> something that has, you know, plagued the beverage industry for, yeah, I since you know the six pack thing was invented. Um, it's a commodity. It is. It's a commodity, exactly. So, mm -hmm. with that being said, what do you see um, in terms of the future? Like, are you guys working on uh, new products? Are you working on a yeah. new brand campaign? Like, where is this going to go? Because, you know, we want to get more companies to to start accepting and uh, implementing what you guys have going on. Yeah. So, so the the future of of physics PR, uh, we are right now. We are on the stage of um, uh, upgrading or. Um, how do you call it, growing our manufacturing capacities in Mexico. We are making a, a plant or building a plant mm -hmm. for to manufacture the rings. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of options out there for, for us to analyze, uh, which we are doing, obviously, of we can s and make a mix no, as well. It, it doesn't have to be one or the other, but we can expand the E6PR into other countries. We can... Uh, look at ways of having a plant where it is most necessary. We can have one bigger plant where logistically it makes sense to reduce our carbon footprint. Uh, so taking care of, of the small details now, because obviously sometimes an ecological product can be just a product, but the process or the logistics or something is not always ecologically so we want to take care of all the all those details to always have a 6pr as a sustainable brand and, and and nothing else obviously on product development we now have a four pack ring so it can be confusing because it is a is e4pr okay or, yeah <laughs> yeah so 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 we we just have to to look at the right way of naming uh, the, the rings no because there are a lot of can types there's the sleek there's the slim there's the crawlers so we have to get better at naming our products <laughs> that is definitely on the on the on the list yep e e6 pr e4 pr e4 spr i don't know no <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right get good at that uh, and yeah to always keep the processes as clean as possible for the echo rings to actually be ecologically. Yeah, that's a really good point you brought up because uh, to to be aware of what the process is uh, taking away from the environment, not only just the pr and how mm -hmm. the product, because the product can be very beneficial. But like you said, the process yeah. of it being made can kind of outweigh the the benefit of the product. And exactly, exactly. it's interesting that you bring that up because I feel like a lot of companies they'll create something that's so you know, innovative and sustainable and, but 
the way it's made or the way it's processed or how it's shipped because it it just becomes it just you know cancels itself out unfortunately mm-hmm. um, even yeah, so so we have we have the benefit or the uh, uh, the benefit of not using for example trees we we don't use trees we use the wheat from the fields which is a cycle there's always somebody growing uh, wheat on a field no the trees you have to cut down and yeah there are sustainable ways of doing that where people regrow the trees that they cut down and, and, and whatever but it is always easier or or uh, less damaging to the environment to have the byproduct and of, of something that is being used on a cycle no because with I don't know how many times wheat is grown in a year, but we can use all the all that uh, three four times a year on our process. So yeah, we, we have that going for, for for us. For sure, yeah, we grow a lot more wheat than we do trees currently, and trees mm-hmm. unfortunately take a lot longer to grow yeah. than you know some wheat. So yeah, I mean from how it's made to the to what it's made out of, you guys have pretty much crossed your T's and dotted your eyes. It sounds like as to everything that goes on behind the scenes, in front of the scene, just the whole bit. So that's really cool yeah. to see and exciting to hear about. Um, <clears throat> do you guys have anything besides, I know you have the e, uh, E6 PR, the E4 PR. Um, are you guys planning on doing anything with like anything uh, in, in regards to the cans that people are using or any other uh, beverage-based products that are um, or that you're planning on changing into being biodegradable? Yeah, so we we have an R&D uh, section or an or a innovative sort of area where we love all types of challenges. And our purpose is to always uh, look or, or find a way to replace current plastic or cardboard solutions and just turn them over into, into our Echo rings, maybe for all types of cans, as mentioned, the slim, the slick, the crawlers, uh, maybe bottles, maybe, mm, I don't know, anything. I, I guess the imagination could be our limit, no? Or the same product or the fiber structure could, we, we want to take that to the limit, mm. no? As long as, if we are able to do it, or if it's brought to us as an, hey, here's an idea, why don't you do this? We will try to do it. And we will try to 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 have a product to replace uh, anything or, 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 or everything, I mean. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. so I guess what you're saying is that it's an, you know, if I have an idea, I'm just gonna come to you, Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, please do so. <laughs> yeah, if ever, anyone else has has an idea, you know, you got to come through me first because I want, I want, 10, <laughs> I want ten percent. But you know, <laughs> there you go. Um, that's 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 how you make a product more more costly, Zach. <laughs> that's right. That's that's exactly right. Um, well, Ricardo, um, I I I think we're we're getting there. Should we should we put, pull the ship into port? Do you have any um, you know, anything you want to extend to us in terms of yeah. a little bit more about e e six pr or what you got going yeah, on? Yeah, definitely. And, Kind of have at it. I would like, I would like to refute your first uh, comment where you said that you cut the plastics. Okay. The plastic rings. Go ahead. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you, you said that I was probably going to have something to say about yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, obviously, right now it's a good thing to do. Right. Because animals won't get stuck in the rings. Right. So you are avoiding them a horrible death of choke of choking, no? Right. Because of being tangled. Or causing them to lose a limb, no? Because sometimes they don't get it around the neck, but they get it around the flipper or the tail or whatever. Mm -hmm. And as they grow... Uh, that that becomes amputated. Right. So cutting the plastic rings is a, is a definitely a good idea. Okay. Because uh, it will be uh, non th uh, less threatening to wildlife of becoming entangled. Right. But it is not enough because animals will eat that plastic. Right. Sometimes, or or it could end up in the food chain. Actually. There are articles or there are reports where they are mentioning or showing that nowadays people are eating about one about the weight of a credit card of plastic mm. because of, because uh, the plastic has reached the food the food chain. Yeah, I 100% believe that because I know that a lot yeah. of um, in sp more specifically microplastics are actually making exactly. their way into the platonics, uh, platonics uh, stages of uh, mm -hmm. of the smallest fish in the ocean. So, you know, when, exactly. when, when it's in the plankton, it makes its way up the food chain pretty quick. And then eventually, right, mm -hmm. we will eat it. And now we have plastic inside of ourselves. So, yeah. And, and, and we don't know what's the harm on that yet. We there, there people are starting to study what's the harm of ingesting that that plastic I, I don't know whatever amount no it could be the weight of a credit card it could be less it could be more right but obviously having plastic inside of you it's it's not good no Pro probably all. not the best exactly exactly let's let's avoid that and as you mentioned microplastics are also something that uh, that scare me a lot because many companies have come out with this bright idea of doing an oxo-degradable or UV-degradable plastic. Mm. I don't know if you've heard about that. I have not, no. Please tell more, yeah. All right. So, so, so they, they say, oh, this is oxo-degradable or this is UV-degradable. And you're like, oh, okay, it's degradable. Awesome, fantastic. But it degrades into what? No, that, that's what people should ask themselves. It degrades right. into what? Or, or, or the how? Because if one of those plastics... Uh, which is oxo degradable or UV degradable, ends up in a landfill on in a landfill, yeah, and and something covers that from oxygen, which would be oxo degradable. Mm -hmm. It will never degrade because it is degradable by oxygen. Only oxygen can break it down. Right. Or UV degradable if the sunlight or UV light does not hit or or in contact with the plastic, it will never degrade. It will always remain as a as a plastic ring, no? For example. Right. But the true problem, or I don't know, yeah, the the the, the other problem is when the oxygen or UV light do have access or are in contact with this plastic, it will degrade into microplastics. It will only degrade or break down into tinier, 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 tinier molecules of plastic, but it's still plastic. Right. It did not degrade. It just 
Well, it did degrade because it broke it, it, from a plastic ring. It just became tiny, 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 yeah, it tiny, just transformed. tiny Right. But yeah, where, where visually you, you don't longer see that ring, but it's still out there. And I think it's worse because you could have picked up the ring from the, from the ocean right. and thrown it in the trash. Now that it's tiny, 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 tiny millions of tiny plastics, no one there's knows. No way. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah. And that's how the microplastics are, 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 are becoming something available on the food chain nowadays. Right. Yeah. Uh, and what we have what we have going for us is that we are, as mentioned, compostable and biodegradable. The only difference between these two is in the compost, it will only biodegrade in a compost system. Mm where pressure, temperatures, uh, all that are sort of like uh, controlled, no? Even even in a home compost, it's it's sort of controlled. Mm -hmm. So it's a compost system. It will biodegrade on a compost system. And what biodegradation means is that uh, maybe a fungus or a microorganism will be able to eat the organic, because all, all our E6PR being made out of the fibrous part of, mm -hmm. of the plant is organic. Right. It will able it will be able to eat the organic uh, rings or or, 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 or or material and poop it out as organic material. Right. Which can be then used as compost for fertilizing or make, making the soil. Uh, more nutritious, more nutritious to grow anything that you want. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's a really good point, and it, I'm glad you explained the difference between compostable and biodegradable because I think um, a lot of people <laughs> get confused by that, and they think you know, yes, oh, it's biodegradable, it must be great, or oh, it's compo compostable, but you know, there's different. It, you can't you can't compost everything. You can't have everything that's biodegradable. There's certain environments that each one needs to exist in in order for it to truly do what it was designed to do and what you think it might do. Um, that is also correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super interesting. Really a good way to... It's it's good for people to know because I don't think mm -hmm. not everyone knows that. And uh, yeah, for sure. So you're, you yeah, guys, sure. what, which one, just to, just to preface, which one do you guys fall into? Uh, we fall into both categories. Both categories, so, so even if, better. Yes, even better. Yes, because as mentioned, the right way of disposing the rings is as green waste into the compost or to the organic bin. Mm -hmm. Or even better, if you have a home compost, I do, I have a home compost. If you throw uh, the rings into your home compost, only only taking into account the volume that you that you throw into any compost, because it could damage your compost if you just throw a lot of organic material into it mm -hmm. if it's not ready or prepared for that your home your home compost will stop working no but if i if i were to drink i don't know we live in a household of, of six if we were to enjoy let's say a couple of beers and produce maybe five or six uh, six pack rings uh, echo six pack rings and i throw them into my home compost my home, co home, co home compost has the size to compost those six or seven rings that I throw that I've thrown into that. Right. So we fall into both categories because uh, they should reach a compost facility or your homemade compost and compost. No, if they are discarded without care, 
and thrown into the environment uh, out of your car window, then it will biodegrade. So naturally, microorganisms will be able to, as, as I said, feed from that organic material and just uh, poop it out into more organic material. Right. Huh. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's super interesting. And I'm glad you were able to kind of, you know, pick apart the differences. So, you know, now mm -hmm. that whoever, you know, comes into contact with the E6PR, now we know how to dispose of it correctly. So maybe not yeah. just throw it in with the sea turtles and let them eat it. You know, I'm sure they could, but no, no, no. yeah, not it, the best. Yeah, it's, it's not the best because, uh, it's, it's not their natural, uh, of course their diet. Yeah. Food source, right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not their diet. So probably or most likely they will ignore it. They won't they won't eat it because it's not what they usually eat. Right. Uh, we we do sometimes get a questions or, or sometimes get asked uh, if the turtles, if, if one of our echo rings reaches the ocean, if the turtles start eating the ring, will it not get confused with the plastic rings or become accustomed that from seeing a ring saying, oh, I can eat that as well. And the answer is, well, from what I've read, it's no, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. Because what happens with plastic and turtles, uh, feeding off of plastic, it's because turtles naturally eat uh, jellyfish. Right. So if you, or, or, or what I've, I've been reading, is that turtles mistake plastic with jellyfish. Because if you actually put uh, something plastic on the ocean, you might actually, you, you might get it confused as well it, it looks alike the transparency how it moves uh, oh absolutely etc no yeah when i was uh so i was it, recently a captain out in hawaii and um mm -hmm. the, the i did come across some plastic bags in which i did pull you know stop the boat and grab them but they looked mm -hmm. like jellyfish mm -hmm. and there was a lot they of turtles around so i could you know i can definitely see why turtles uh get them confused so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so, so that's their main, their, their food source is jellyfish, seaweed, uh, whatever, no? It's, it's not an E6PR, it's not wheat. Right. It's not, so, so the right way is to, into the compost bin. Just dispose it as organic, as organic waste into your organic bin. Right. If you are lazy enough to throw it into the wild, well, shame on you, <laughs> no? but at least it will buy you the grain. Right, right. Uh, so... Let's not be lazy, people. Let's take care. Let's take care of our environment and, and, and dispose things correctly. Yeah, for sure. You know, because recycling is also is also something a lot more complex than just saying, "Oh, it's plastic. It's recyclable." Right. Maybe that type of plastic is not, or where you're throwing it, they won't be able to recycle it. So there has to be more uh, information uh, out there, or or you just have to be sort of informed of how to correctly dispose what you are um, yeah. um, throwing away. Yeah, and I think people need to be more conscious, right? It kind of brings us back mm -hmm. to the full circle of, you know, you got to vote with with your wallet and be informed and mm -hmm. educated and make informed decisions okay. and, you know, make a decision to, to really look into, all right, how do I dispose of this properly, right? I'm not just going to dump it. I'm not going to... I'm not going to just buy a product that has a potential to harm the environment just because, right? Or I can spend that, mm -hmm. you know, a couple extra bucks and support a company that doesn't, you know, they don't they don't skimp out on sustainability. Mm -hmm. They take that extra step. Exactly. So exactly. it's uh it's 
definitely been a pleasure speaking with you, Ricardo. And, and I'm glad we got to connect. And I look forward to connecting in the future. I think it would be awesome if we did a, a show where we kind of did like an update as to where uh, mm-hmm. E6PR is uh, in the future um, and where it's you know, come from when we've spoken right now. So um, with that... Uh, I will. I will definitely be married by then. Oh yeah. Well, well, you gotta you gotta update me. Yeah. Shoot me an email. Congrats. Congrats yeah. already. So. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But you know, with that being said, where can people find you and learn more about uh, E6PR? Uh, well, they can. Uh, they can always write to us using uh, the email contact at e6pr.com, or go through our website e6pr. Uh, www.e6pr.com yep. we have uh, uh, a tab in there where you can reach out to us um, so yeah anything anything that you would like to write to us even if it's an idea but you have to run it through SAC first that's right <laughs> that's right uh, we'll take a look at it uh, obviously right now we are more focused on our in-house projects but uh, it's just about it's just a matter of time for us to look at new challenges, no? We love we love being mentally challenged and and always being on our quick on our feet and trying to solve any type of uh, product that can be thrown at us. Just give us some time, also, no? Because obviously, right now we are focused on the six PRs, the E four PRs, four cans, four maybe bottles, four maybe uh, soup cans, no? Because they're also different from the from your soda or your uh, beer can. Right, right. Yeah, well, I'm and, and they can find you on Facebook and Instagram as well, correct? Yes, yes. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find us as uh, at E6PR. You have to add an S at the end. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, uh, apparently you can only use a, a five-letter, a five-letter, um, like a tag tag handle or exactly, something. Oh, exactly, I didn't know that. Exactly. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, we had to add the S at the end. That's right. Okay. Pluralize it's, it. It's a lot of rings at the end. That's you know? right. It's not just one. That's how you sell more <laughs> rings. Just you pluralize it. Exactly. And now you get more. Exactly. Too exactly. funny. Well, Ricardo, <laughs> yeah. it was a, it was a real pleasure speaking with you and I can't wait to continue our relationship. Um, so with that, uh, I, I say we, uh, pull the ship into port and, uh, look mm-hmm. forward to speaking in the future. Likewise, Zach. It was. It was. Uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. I. I'm not so sure. I want to hear my voice. That's right. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it always sounds so different. Oh yeah. And you think that you're very eloquent on what you're saying, and then you just hear what uh, comes out, and, right. and you're just like, uh, mm, uh, yes, no. Yeah, and right. Like, Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you start second guessing yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You start second. How 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 did I say that? Unbelievable. Right. But now it's been a pleasure. And obviously, throughout these uh, turbulent times, uh, I hope that you and your loved ones and everybody keep safe and keep healthy. Uh, And let's try to obviously make this world better. I think this COVID-19 thing it's some somehow to keep us in check now as well. I I totally believe you. I totally believe that 100% agree. And yeah, same to you. Thanks again for being on the show. And uh, pleasure talking with you, and I hope that everything is well where you are. I hope you stay safe and healthy, and uh, look forward to speaking with you in the future. 
Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Reach, reach out to me in a couple of years and probably 6PR uh, will be a lot bigger and we will be talking about uh, where, where we are not, no? instead of where we are. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the places we're missing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ricardo. All right. Thank you very much, Zach. Have a wonderful day. You too. Talk soon. Thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did recording it. Ricardo is an awesome guy, and I can officially say that this podcast has gone international. So super stoked about that. But more importantly, please, please like, share, and subscribe. This podcast is starting to grow. And what was once a a baby of mine, I can see it getting its legs and starting to walk. So it's really cool to see all the awesome feedback. I have tons of shows lined up, more than I can count on one hand. So it's been a hell of a ride so far, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you on the next one.